0: Welcome to the Bold Bossy and Blessed Podcast. I'm your host, Nikisa Green, your conversationalist, where you can join me weekly as I discuss and share parenting, dating, and relationships one conversation at a time. Now let's get into it. Yes! Let's get into it, y'all. What's up? It is your favorite conversationalist, Nikisa Green of Bold Bossy and Blessed Podcast. I am so excited to be back from a break. Hope you all miss brand new episodes of Bo Boss and Bless podcast. You don't have to worry. You are about to be surprised at all the shows that I have coming up this season. I'm so excited. And let's talk about what's been going on since I have been on break. It's like I couldn't wait. To get back to podcasting because when I tell you it is so many topics, it's so many discussions, it's so many things going on in life and online. And of course, you know, relationships and parenting must continue that conversation, y'all. So we are in the summer And my daughter is getting ready to be a senior in high school. And I think I just realized this week that my daughter is going to be a senior and what that fully means for me. Not just like being an empty nester, but also like this is the last year where I get to nurture her and be here present physically for her as she go through different experiences in life where she can come to me and talk to me. Now when she goes away to college, of course she can talk to me, but you all know it's going to be different, especially if you have older kids or adult kids, then you already know how it's just different. So Coming to that realization that my daughter is going to be a senior has been like a different type of light bulb for me. And so uh, bear with me this season as I continue to talk about parenting and having a senior in high school and making sure that. I get all the advice out, like as much as I can. I feel like, you know, when I was raising the triplets, I was growing up with them as well. And so there are some things that I didn't learn until later in life. And of course, when I learned those things, you know, I always try to share it with them. But I mean, sometimes they, you know, they hear me. Sometimes they don't hear me. You know, they want the experience for themselves, but I am going to just continue. And my teenager, she always says, Mom, everything don't have to be a life lesson. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, it does have to be a life lesson because I'm just trying to make sure you understand all of the ins and outs of the choices, the decisions that we make because everybody has a decision to make. And I can't make those decisions for my daughter as well as my other other daughters that I have. So... Let's talk about some of the things that's been going on on social media. Now, y'all all saw Kiki with Usher with her booty out and her baby daddy telling her she's a mom and she does not need to be dressed like that. When we all know the real issue was Usher bumping and grinding on his woman. And I'm not sure if he had set boundaries prior to her going to the Usher concert or just in general, you know, like, hey. Just, you know, the no other man should be, like, grinding a bump bumping on you, you know. I don't care if it is Usher, because at this point, you're a celebrity, too. So, of course, like, most of the people that you know are going to be celebrities, so it's like, do you really give celebrities a pass? And we've seen relationships where celebrities, you know, they they recycle other celebrities. Everybody, you know, one person was dating this person, now the other person dating them. You know, they they... They all sharing and, and dating each other. So, yeah, that's another that's another topic, y'all. I've seen this post of a girl and a guy having a text message exchange about going on a date. And I think this was their first date. Um She met the gentleman online and he texted her like, hey, I think, you know, it's so hot outside. You know, I'm thinking, you know, we can go and get some ice cream. And she basically pretty much told him that ice cream date was pretty much not to her standard and that he would have to come better than that if he wanted to date her. And so here's my two cents on that. So me personally, I don't mind ice cream dates. I don't mind dates going to the park. I don't mind dates where the man doesn't have to spend as much money because I'm more focused on the actual experience I'm not a big ice cream eater however you know it's summertime I'm in Texas I'm not opposed to it but there are some dates that you can go on where you can actually get the full experience out of it for me I'm more about the experience and not like, let me make sure he spent a certain amount of money or let me make sure he spent, you know, this amount on me so I can know, you know, this and that. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, who doesn't like to go on a a great expensive date, I guess, I don't know. But for me at this age, and I've always been like this, but I prefer an experience over how much it costs so if we go to like top golf bowling we go x throwing i'm more so about the experience and i actually like to like interact um and that's that's probably where i met with it when it comes to that so she told him that she was gonna have to decline and she didn't want to date him because of the ice cream situation but i think that that just called out who she was and what she was really trying to get and not having that understanding as well because she was like she was like 27 or 28 years old and maybe they do have different expectations at that age group I can't say that I did because I got married um at a young age so like my experiences and how I viewed life is kind of different you know and it, it was different back then like we didn't we wasn't like, oh, he got to take me to the steakhouse for him to date me. Like, we wasn't like that when we was growing up. It was like, you know, we just, we went, used to go to the mall. We used to go to the movies. Like, I still love movies, movies dates, you know. So, I wanted to talk about two shows that I've been watching. And that is Ready to Love Dallas and married at first sight nashville just briefly ready to love dallas (sighs) some people say it's given what dallas is given as far as dating me personally i don't have like a whole lot of bad things to say about dating in dallas or dating period like some people say always pee in a dating pool I'm glad I'm not in your dating pool because the dating pool that I'm in is no pee. It's just clean, Clorox, Bora Bora water, okay? It's clear, okay? It's blue over here. It's see-through, you know what I'm saying? So um, I don't have those dating experiences. Now, I'm not in a... Well, you have to continue to watch the the episodes or whatever. You all know that I be dating. Haven't been on a date recently but you know I date and I will share with y'all you already know what happened last time. I think last time probably like really rubbed me the wrong way but I'm still open to sharing with you all about my dating life as it comes up. So ready to love Dallas I know one of the well not no no but I know of one of the people that is on the show and it's very interesting how much this show has changed from season one to season, I think is eight. And I'm very disappointed in the women on the show and how just because you all are on a dating show, it doesn't mean you have to put another woman down to the man. And me and y'all putting up with that and not speaking out and saying, hey, you don't have to put her down just to, you know, get your point across. Me personally, if I was on the show, if I was on the show, which I'm not on the show because I didn't get called for an interview. But if I was on the show, I wouldn't be. Focus on what the other woman doing and what he doing with the other women and all this other stuff. No, the focus is enjoy your enjoy the experience with me. Enjoy my time. Enjoy my space. My presence. Enjoy getting to know each other. Having fun through the process and not worrying about a destiny of oh I gotta find a man so I can be married and like we not, I'm not doing all that. I already been married. So I'm not thirsty to find another another marriage. I'm definitely um, enjoying taking my time and vetting a man properly before I make any type of commitment like that. Now married at first sight Nashville. I think it's season 16 just came to a close. I have been watching this show since season one. I love Married at First Sight. I am disappointed over the last years on the selections, but I know that I guess, you know, they have to do it for TV. But this last season, imagine wasting your time with a a man or a woman that you are not attracted to and not even trying to get past the attraction to even get to know the person to grow into an attraction now i've met a guy before where at first when we first went on a date i didn't feel like it was a connection and i didn't feel attracted to him but as i continued to date him and get to know him the attraction did grow like i never would have thought i would have said would be saying that until i actually went through it but i dated a guy i felt like you know the the, the dates was nice i enjoyed myself but it was like i don't know if i have a con a, a connection with him or if i feel like i'm attracted to him but as i continue to get to know the person and spend time talking on the phone with them and in person that attraction grew so if you don't have an attraction with somebody, it's still okay to get to know another human being and not, I guess, objectify who they are, but just get to know them like they're another human being. It's okay. You know, let your let your, your guard down and really get to know somebody. And I hope people know that a person can tell when you are faking and when you're not being genu- gen- genuine, when you're not being authentic. Like a person can tell when you are like saying what you want to hear as opposed to what you really mean to say, you know, like, don't get me wrong. There are some people that are experts at being um, a different person for longer times. You know, the normal time frame is about after six months, you know who the person is for the most part but then we got some people that can go longer than six months with their representative and so you just give those people enough time and that eventually they're going to show who they are so enough about love and reality tv show we are going to go ahead and transition to our topic which is mental health awareness and healing what is it like to be in this world and really go through self-discovery of learning who you are and why you were created and why you're here and how your testimony can help other people make sure you're following me on all social media platforms Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Nikisa Green. And if you would like to email the show, you can email us at boldbossybless at gmail.com. You can also follow the podcast page on YouTube and Instagram at boldbossybless. And don't forget to check out my website, www.boldbossybless.com. My guest today is Chris Harris. He is a mental health advocate, social media influencer, and content creator. I am so happy to finally have him on the podcast. How you doing today? I'm
1: doing well, thank you. Good, How are
0: you? I'm so excited to have you. So you may not know, but my podcast has been on a break and this episode will be the first episode since the break. So we're coming back with this episode, so I'm I'm happy. Nice, nice. I'm so happy. Um so you're from Chicago?
1: Yes.
0: And you've been in Dallas about 8 years? Yep, 8 years. Okay, so I moved to Chicago. I moved here from Chicago about 6 years ago. It took me a minute to get settled here. How long did it take you to be like, okay, forget Chicago. Well, not necessarily forget Chicago, but <laughs> where you was comfortable. Cuz I was when I first moved here, I was going back and forth the first 2 years. Because I was homesick.
1: Yeah, no, that wasn't my story. You didn't have that wasn't <laughs> my story. I, uh, you know, I was I was ready. I was ready to leave. Okay. I was ready to leave yeah. Chicago. So, my thing with Chicago is I I want to miss home mm-hmm. uh, before I go back. Gotcha. So I give myself a chance to miss it, and
0: then yeah. and then go back home. So, what about the weather change or the weather switch up? How did you adjust to that? Loved, oh, it. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah.
1: You know, we, 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 much lighter winters. Yeah. Just easy going?
0: I was the same way. Yeah. I think my um I had a best friend that moved down here first and she was the one that was like telling me girl you should move down Mm -hmm. here it's uh, my company is down here she was like girl the company like 10 minutes from the house you should move down here so then I applied for a promotion down here I got it and that's what led me down here but the weather is nice I love the weather. That's probably one of the main reasons, because I was ready to leave Chicago's weather. Mm-hmm. Um, after that ice storm we had, um, yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm...
1: We actually had one right before I came, the winter before I came down here, we had a bad, a real wow. bad winter. It was like one of the worst winters I've experienced in Chicago in my life. See? So See? Coming here was exactly yeah. what I needed, you know, yeah. so.
0: So you've been down here for eight years, and right now you are a mental health advocate. Mm-hmm. How did you come into that lane
1: you know what honestly um social media okay you know social media and people in my network mm-hmm. um you know heard what i had going on as far yeah. as what i was what i was doing what i was trying to do mm-hmm. and uh basically just took off from there
0: so we've been facebook friends for i don't even know how long we've been facebook friends we were but coworkers before that me and you were co-workers
1: yeah we worked at uh one of those banks together
0: Oh, OK. I yeah, still yeah. work at that bank.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay.
0: It's just the one bank brought out the other bank, but okay. I'm still there. I've okay. been there 19 years yeah, now because yeah. I didn't you lose my. Oh, what's OK. Up. What's up. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, so yeah. we talked yesterday, but you didn't tell me that no. part. I thought you knew. I, <laughs> I did not okay. know. Okay. That's why I was trying to remember. You know, I'm older, so my memory ain't all as sharp as it
1: used to be. Yeah.
0: But no, I didn't know because yep. I was thinking it was through uh, my family because I'm oh, like, Oh, okay. that's why you
1: mentioned. Uh, yeah,
0: because I'm yeah. like looking at the mutual friends and then I'm like, oh, you know, you know, mm-hmm. my two, my cousins. So yeah. I'm like, okay, he must have, you know, went to school with them or something mm-hmm. like that. So, okay. Wow. Yep.
1: That was a long, it was, that was. Over ten
0: years ago, long time ago. It was over ten years oh, ago. Oh yeah, I've I been with the, the since two thousand and four. I've been with the same company what's as what's far up? as you know. Like I said, one company brought the other company out or whatever. But what's what's I'm still with that company. You <laughs> You're it out over there. With them. That's what's yeah. up. That's good. So I started seeing on your Facebook page you posting videos where you were walking um, in nature and just. You know clearing your mind mm-hmm. and doing somewhat of a reset and then i saw how from that video you did another video where you were i guess a fresh start mm-hmm. and you were sharing that with social media so in that instance at that time what was going on and what were you doing as far as you know i guess resetting your mind like what what was going on like what was you doing
1: well, you know what, prior, prior to making the videos, I was actually making the videos the whole time. You know, oh. Just, just as a part of my, you know, uh, collection of, yeah. you know, something that I can always go back on.
0: That's, that was good. You know, and at yeah. the same
1: time, I was kind of like, you know, recording things, uh, just kind of getting acclimated with recording mm-hmm. different things. And so I put, it both to, put them both together and it's just, you know, it was a creation of like creative expression.
0: Now, did was you doing this before, or was this the first time that you started doing? Videos? No, I, I've
1: been doing. I've been doing it. Okay. For, for a little while. Okay. Little while. It was something I wanted to really get into. Okay. And you know, kind of found my own way, my own yeah. way, my own lane about creating the video. So yeah.
0: Okay, so during your journey, you were taking videos, and wow, that's see. Okay, so well, it's hard I for you? me. It's hard for me to take videos doing events Mm. so like even like sunday um i had we did a a live recording um for another podcast relationship hotspot that i'm a co-host for and i have a sister that um she's really good with social media so she was like post you know post on insta story post on this and that and i'm like it's hard for me to do that because i'm like either like In it, in the moment, and then I don't have time to do it, but for other people, I will. Like, I'm always catching moments for other people, but for me, it's hard to do that. So, for you to be like, let me capture this journey Mm -hmm. and take the video, then hold it till you got, you know, to a different point of, like you said, a a different aspect of what was going on with you, and then be able to, like, use that that content. Like, that's true creation to be able to demonstrate to everybody, so... What did, what were you doing during that time? Like, do you believe in like mental therapy, not, not mental therapy, therapy, counseling? Um, did you go, is that what you did? Oh yeah, or? absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Definitely
1: went to therapy, um, outside of therapy, doing my own therapy to mm-hmm. kind of maintain, um, you know, journaling, voice recording, uh,
0: With the journaling, mm-hmm. were you journaling before? or if this was a part of the whole therapy because sometimes with men not to you know try to have no stigma about men but sometimes with men they don't journal as much as women you know when, women mm. we are about journaling the heart oh, yeah. we, we got like 20 journals at the house on everybody right? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: so with men so, so for me it's kind of refreshing to hear a man saying that he was that he was journaling so how freeing was that for you? You know what,
1: I had done it kind of off and on. Mm-hmm. Right, I, I didn't have the best consistency with it at all. Okay, right? like before, yeah, something that I would do that would give me some sort of release. I guess it, it was me just trying it out mm-hmm. to see it, and and it would give me a release. But I wasn't as consistent as I okay. should have been with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but throughout that, throughout the journey, it was definitely a part of one of my, you know, resources that I went to to, you know just stay level-headed yeah. and to um, just keep myself in, a, in alignment, you know, mm-hmm. so.
0: So, in that, you're journaling, you're going to therapy. Were you going um, to therapy in person? Was it virtual?
1: Uh, mostly in person. I think I did maybe one or two um, therapy sessions during uh, COVID mm-hmm. virtually because yeah. of the... Um, right. Right. Covid, but other than that, I mean, I was still going during Covid, just masked up. Yeah, but yeah, so stay consistent.
0: I think in person is for me. I think in person is better because then it's like you can. I don't know. It's just different when you in person as opposed to like being virtual, Mm -hmm. which is why I like to do my podcast in person because it's different to be able to like really connect with a person in person than it is
1: um in virtual. Mm -hmm.
0: So you're going through this journey of self discovery, healing, like what was it
1: you know what both self discovery mm-hmm. healing, um you know uh, just seeking more of what I need to make me whole, you know what I'm saying, yeah, and so
0: now, you said to make you whole what how why did you feel that you wasn't whole?
1: Well, you know, um, I think a lot of the times what happens is with a lot of us, we are programmed mm-hmm. by how we were brought up yeah. and that program is sticks yeah. and you need it for fundamental purposes right. to get to a certain point. But once you get to a certain level, you need to start seeking new information. Yeah.
0: Especially uh, for you, for yourself, exactly. like customized for what, who you are. Exactly. Yeah. So
1: you, you're taught a lot of things, but mm-hmm. then it gets to a point where you need to go out and you need to learn so much more that's out there that you were not taught. And I think that experience and uh, seeking is, is a big part of it. And so, um, For me, I I definitely needed to seek um, to, you know, strengthen up weaknesses Mm -hmm. um, and just become overall better person, better version of myself.
0: Okay. That's good to come a better version of yourself. That is good. Now, what led to you wanting to become, I guess, a better version of of yourself? Because sometimes there are different um, events that happen in our life, Mm -hmm. experiences, things that happen. me personally, myself, I have, I have been through, what? A lot of people have been through a lot. So I'm not going to put it as just I've been through a lot. But I've been through different experiences where each experience caused me to seek and find out, okay, do I really know who I am? Do I really know what my identity is? Do I really know... Um, what I'm supposed to be doing, my purpose in life, right. um, how I can impact others. Like, am I on the right track? And if I'm on the right track, Lord, then why is this happening and that yeah, happening? Right. And then also get into the point of taking accountability. Oh, yeah. So, when it comes to accountability, how much of accountability has that played a part, I guess, in your self-discipline? It's everything. <laughs> yes. It's everything.
1: I'm telling you, it's everything. Seriously, because I mean, once you get out of your own way,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: a lot of times we. We um, we tend to point the finger at other people. Yeah. We tend to be attached to the stories uh, from those experiences that we don't been through. Yeah. Uh, but we, you know, we we have the ability to rewrite the understanding of the stories that from the situations that yes. we've been through. And also, when we're dealing with you know people as well, you know we um we play a part in things as well. And I don't think that there's enough people being a. Holding that part yeah. accountable, you get what I'm saying. Absolutely, so, um, it, it just allows you to open up. You become more open minded mm-hmm. um, to new perspectives. Yes, um, and it's not to beat yourself up or anything. Right, like that. it's just to have a strong desire to be better than where you are right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So,
0: and I, I like to say um, self awareness, mm-hmm. being aware of what part did I play in X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. and what did I allow. What, do, what did I contribute? What did I help happen? You know, all of those things are important. So I was getting to the question earlier, and then I ended up talking about something else. But uh, what led to you wanting to go on this journey of healing and self-discovery?
1: You know, um, man, it's, it was it's a combination of things, you know, mm-hmm. uh, understanding that I had traumas okay um, throughout my life throughout
0: my now when did you so when did you recognize that though like because because like for me you know, I'm in my 40s so I can say like I probably didn't know about like traumas and stuff until like I was in my mid 30s you know but like growing up we didn't hear about trauma right. and you know how things that happened to you as when you was a child or growing up affects who you are as a person right. in all type of areas so right
1: how did you get to that point honestly i'll tell you uh, (laughs) for me i definitely um knew something wasn't right you Mm -hmm. get what i'm saying because the stress levels was too high Mm -hmm. you know the stress levels too high you're not like you're not enjoying like where you are Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so you're probably too far in the past or you're probably thinking too far ahead Mm -hmm. uh but you can't i couldn't articulate it like i can articulate it now right and so it was just a feeling, a feeling that you really just didn't know what what was up. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so, for me, uh, what it really took was uh, for me to go to therapy, right? Okay. And so, me going to therapy um, really broke broke down all the barriers for me to be honest with you. The very first time I went, because as a man, you know, you feel things, mm-hmm. but because of your you know cultural yeah. norms, absolutely, and so on and so forth. You know, you 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 got to kind of just thug it out. You know right. what I'm saying? And uh, resist certain, you're resisting certain feelings, but they, but you're feeling them, you get what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, going to therapy was one of the best things for me as a a person, as a man to, uh, you know, come up with my own idea of what, you know, a a man is to Mm -hmm. to a degree, right? And so um, with that being, you know, divorced as well, uh, that played a part in it as well. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like honoring, honoring myself, honoring the processes that, I was going through. Yeah. Um, to uh, just be a better, be a better person afterwards. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yes. I um, you brought up that you you are divorced, mm-hmm. and you're also a father. I am. Yeah. And so this whole self discovery and healing journey, um, journaling, going to therapy. Mm-hmm. How much more did you show up as a father? Like what changed fatherhood for you?
1: I mean, once I got out of my way, mm-hmm. and once I started understanding things uh, on another level, yeah. I was able to then, you know, well, in doing so, I was able to fill me up, like really fill myself up, because if you, you can't be pouring for no empty cup. It's just, it's just yeah. impossible. It, it'll drain you. Uh, you'll find your place, yourself in places and situations that you don't want to be in. Yeah. And so, um, for me, that was a huge part of it because I was able to then speak to my kids in mm-hmm. a different way, show them different things. Uh, by speaking to them, but also show them things in action, so yeah. that they, they picked up on mm-hmm. started to pick up on a lot of uh, different things, and so um, significant. Uh, uh, it was very significant, very yeah. significant as far as being a father.
0: So we would, so we were just talking about how therapy, self discovery, <clears throat> has played a major part in who you become today. Mm-hmm. So now this Chris Harris that shows up today. How does your friends or the uh, other men, how are they when they are in your space?
1: I, I see resistance and then I see people coming <laughs> yeah. up as well just, just, you know, uh, like a breath of fresh air at the mm-hmm. same time. So some people, you know, when you're not ready for something, you're you going to resist it. Yeah. And so when you don't understand something.
0: Yep. It's you know, uncomfortable. Yeah. And so when it gets uncomfortable, sometimes people will stay in that uncomfortable until, like, they Ready. get through it. That's but right. then other people will be like, uh-uh, I'm not going over there. Oh, that's, yeah. that's right. uncomfortable. For sure, I
1: mean, I've been there, done yeah. that. Been there, done that. I mean, I've I've unfortunately judged people going through, you know, and elevating because mm-hmm. I was closed minded yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I've been on both sides of it so I can speak and understand with compassion and empathy at the same time what, you know, when people don't aren't really receptive to the information yeah you know they'll get it in their own time and unfortunately some people won't get it
0: yeah not 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 everybody is going to get it and I remember like for me I I started off in in corporate America Mm -hmm. and so I had this this mindset of you know I grew up and I'm sure you may have grew up the same way where our culture didn't believe in counseling and especially if you was in church, if you was in church, you better not talk about some going to, mm. to some counseling. You better go to the altar and right, you better right, pray. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you better do. So, but now it's it's embraced more that it's okay for you to to have faith in God and also get healing from the trauma that happened to us when we were growing up or as a. Um, as teenagers, things we saw in our own home or things we just saw, you know, with friends right. or just in life in general. Yeah. Did, did anybody ever make you feel like you didn't have faith because you was going into therapy and doing therapy?
1: Now, faith in, you know, the things that are unseen or faith as far as, you know, believe in God or believe in God? No, I mean, I, I didn't, honestly, I didn't get a lot of, I'm a private person anyway. Mm-hmm. And so, um, if there was noise, I didn't I didn't hear it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If it was noise, I didn't yeah. hear it. But as a part of me uh, becoming a better version of myself, anyhow, I have to get I have to kill the ego. Yeah. And and, and understand that there is strength in my vulnerability. Um. And in doing so, I mean, I've touched millions of people, literally. Come on, um, yeah. Uh, can't tell you the number of men who've opened up to me mm-hmm. just a stranger. You get what I'm saying? Yes, and, and, and
0: absolutely.
1: Telling me their their stories, um, thanking me. You know what I'm saying? It's just uh, I don't take it for granted whatsoever. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I just uh, it, it, it fulfills me that people resonate with my voice and my creative expression to become a better version of themselves as well. So, yeah,
0: I feel like that's a part of I feel like that that part is a part of ministry. So like I don't know if you look at it like that but I'm just going to give my two cents that mm-hmm. I feel like that's a part of ministry as far as like sometimes people are ashamed or embarrassed of their story um for me I've been divorced twice so like at first when I first got divorced the second time I was I was listen I was like I was ashamed because I was like my family going to be like oh my gosh she divorced again and I was just thinking like embarrassed like all these things and and so now though it's like i share it it's a part of my testimony and it's also a part of how i became the woman i am today right. like if i wouldn't have went through those experiences right. i wouldn't be who i am That's today right. and it and it caused me to look within and find out like okay girl get your like what you need to do like That's right something something is going on with you that you are either ignoring which i was mm-hmm. ignoring it um wasn't dealing with childhood trauma mm-hmm. i was just brushing under the rug Absolutely. like you know ain't nothing wrong you know just 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 let me ignore it mm-hmm. like let me live life without, without having to worry about anything that i went through in life and that's even like with relationships too i used to oh, man, i used to i used to be that person that didn't believe in like stopping and healing. Mm-hmm. I believed in, nope, come on, just forget it. Next, come on, come on up to the table. Okay, sir, what's up? You know, mm-hmm. what's what's going on, you know, and, and getting into those relationships where at one point, it then it got to a point when I moved here in Texas that I started going to a church that believed in counseling and they had a counselor there. Okay. And we would have open discussions at church like Q and A and everything with the counselor. And then I started going to, to counseling then I started unpacking some things and then I started unpacking more things. And then even now, I just did like this healing, I uh, went to this healing program at this church a couple of weeks ago and found out that I had some unforgiveness in me to the point of maybe about 40 names was on the paper. Mm. And so, that was like, for me, I was like, wow, like, I really thought, you know, that this is that, but it's like, on this journey, it's not about, like, getting to a destiny where you say, well, I made it, or getting to a point where you say, well, I went to therapy, so now that's it. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is an ongoing journey. Mm -hmm. This is something that you're going to be doing, you know, until you're out of here, as far as, like, you know, discovering who you are and And what you want to do in life and how, you know, the people that you're called to and how you impacted their lives. Now, you spoke earlier about how you have impacted millions of people's lives, which to me, like, that's to be applauded. Like, that's that's huge, especially for a black man, because you don't see a lot of like like there are some now coming up where I see like I have some on social media where there's a couple or a few, but. To me it's always like a lot of times it's women. So now to see a black man from the west side of Chicago mm-hmm. um going through this self discovery and healing is is big. I applaud you for that. Now I see that you also work out. So how did you how does that go with, you know, your inner healing and also like making sure you're keeping your vessel, I guess, put together?
1: It's 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 combination you know Mm -hmm. for me working out just is not all about throwing weights around
0: (laughs) thank Uh, god because i feel like that's what men be doing sometimes at the gym and and we do i mean sometimes you know
1: we 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 got to do that for ourselves but um for me it's um when i'm going to the gym it's it's to support my mental health as well Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um but just not even just going to the gym but just on this journey it has opened me up to just more so like a holistic side like I'm paying attention to what I'm putting in my body, you know what I mean I'm mm-hmm. paying attention to yeah. the things that I'm putting in my mind, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and because truth be told the subconscious don't know what's real and what's yeah. not real, yeah is you' just feeding it whatever you're feeding it, you're seeing the you know the world through that yeah. lens through
0: that lens and so Absolutely. just having
1: a level of awareness like you said a moment ago, just having a level of awareness is the starting point if you if you don't have awareness you know you, you need you need to find yourself yeah and you need to be comfortable having it you know um because it'll lead you to other places that you need to you need to visit you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and so for me like you mentioned healing healing it's like it's a journey and things like that as well i I feel like I do believe that you once you deal with all your stuff mm-hmm. the traumas and uh, childhood traumas relationship yes. traumas uh, all that you get to a point where you are aware and that awareness you're you, you don't you're not necessarily healing. You're not just constantly healing, healing, healing. Right. You need to maintain it. Yeah. You need to maintain it. And that's where it comes, comes in. At, I mean, I haven't watched TV in like three years. Really? You know what I'm saying? I'd rather pick up a book or mm-hmm. go work out or do something more um, fulfilling for me. Now, yeah. I'll watch every now and then. Yeah. When I say every now and then, I really mean every now and then. I gotcha. got my kids. Um, I got different things that I got going on mm-hmm. as well. But uh, the stuff I used to like to watch I can't yeah. watch that stuff no right. more. I mean,
0: it's different. You know,
1: yeah. um, so it's, like I said, a, a, it's more so like a holistic um, healing for me, you know. Yeah. Just, just being very mindful mm-hmm. uh, of what I'm doing, um, what I'm putting in my mind and my body, uh, because it matters. Uh, yeah. Atomic Habits. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, now, what did you learn from that book?
1: You know what? It's just, when you, when you go day to day and you just... You're just winging it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wake up when you, when you when you wake up in the morning to when you go to bed at night on a consistent basis. Like that's who you are. Like yeah. you need to have habits. You need to have systems in place on a consistent basis. And, and I can correlate this to working out. When you're working out, you're lifting these weights. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you re- you don't see a, a, a change immediately. Right. You get what I'm saying. Oof. But it compounds over time, and that compound interest plays a major part in like so much.
0: Yeah. Have you read this book called The Compound Effect?
1: I haven't read that one, no.
0: Okay. But but
1: they say those who are closely correlated. Okay,
0: so I haven't read Atomic Habits um, but years ago I was in this multi-level marketing company Mm -hmm. and that's when my mind opened up to these type of books and authors and that book is by Darren Hardy Mm -hmm. and that book changed my life. That book, I went from thinking that everybody else had the answers or had to do X, Y, and Z to accountability, mm-hmm. where it was like you are accountable for your life. It doesn't matter what happened to you when you was a child. Sure. It don't matter what happened to you you know, when you was a teenager, blah, blah, blah. What only matters now is how you go moving from for it. And like you said, there's a compound effect to everything we do and don't do. Right. Like a lot of times people are like, oh, I don't do this, Matt. Yeah, but things that you're not doing is affecting everything as well. Right. So um, check that book out. Right,
1: definitely. I'll add it to the list. It's okay. Noted,
0: noted. What's another book that you are reading? Uh,
1: another book that I have read would be um, The Mountain Is You by Brianna Weiss. Okay. Uh, she's good. She's mm-hmm. good, and this speaks to, you, know, um, you know, just kind of the sabotaging and Oof. We, we don't realize how much we sabotage man. we don't realize how, how how we are the mountain that we're trying to overcome <laughs> we might be we a lot of times people think it's the circumstances uh-huh. but truth be told it's yes, you we create the circumstances yep. you know what i'm saying we, we we create the circumstances that we're living in and so um i can i can you know even take that piece and go to as a man thinketh as oh, well yes which you know a lot of time people are trying to change their circumstances mm-hmm. but they don't want to change themselves right if you You got to start with yourself first. You
0: got to start with yourself.
1: You you start changing things about yourself, you'll see those out of circumstances start to make some moves in the right direction that you want them to go in.
0: Yeah, even the things that we, like, well, well, I know you already know this, but to the audience, um, even the things that we think, like, yeah, there are going to be things that come up in your head, but at that point, now you have a decision to either embrace it or be like, no, I don't want to think this way. And then you have the power to have a decision to say, you know what, this is the thoughts that I'm going to implement in my, in my, I like to say the garden in my mind, I'm going to plant these flowers and not those thorns, like I'm kicking that out. So I always think about that when it comes to thoughts in our head. And I remember, I used to think like, when I was in uh, multi-level marketing, when I got discovered, uh, I discovered all of this, like, um, got to have a conversation with Eric Thomas, and went to um we would have conferences tony robbins was there okay, cool. like i've cool. been man I yeah so this is yeah i learned a lot from from those people but i used to back then i thought okay like once i went through that i was like, okay well i'm good now not knowing or not, not doing the work where it's like, no, this is an everyday, continual thing. It's not an made it moment where you like, oh, I changed my thoughts and I'm good now. No, it's a continual, everyday thing. And I didn't know that for a while. And then once I picked back up on it, I was like, okay, this is an everyday thing. So now I have more, like I'm more aware of, okay, this is a, a decision moment. What do you want to be thinking in your mind? And then also knowing that what we think matters like it used to be i used to think that what we thought didn't matter and then i found out it does oh yeah it definitely does so um thank you for sharing those books so with everything that you have experienced over i guess i don't know 10 15 years Mm -hmm. do you see yourself writing your story where you're actually publishing your story and, and having a book where you are like sharing your story
1: with people. You know what? Uh in some ways. So um I I more so have like a, a self help type of book in my okay. so to give the story itself will be inspiring to, mm-hmm. to those who it's for, right? Right. Um and uh and so what I what I think about a lot of the time is more so just the way that I kind of present myself these days anyhow, which is I can show up and talk about certain things mm-hmm. uh, that anybody might be going through, but I don't. I don't want to just resonate with you. I don't want it to just right lay that with you and right. and, and, and encourage you to continue later. I want to. I want to um, give you some resources. So I want to relate, but I want to encourage you at the same time. I want to empower you at the yeah. same time because a lot of the times you, you see people what they call it like a trauma bonding, mm-hmm. you know, or oh. they'll they'll go to social media. And yes the way the algorithms are set up these days. Anyway, once you, you might be feeling sad and you might be upset at your baby mama, baby Mm -hmm. daddy, whatever the case, whoever, and you start watching the video and now you're seeing 10, 20 more videos and it's just, it's causing you to just continue to sink in those feelings. Mm -hmm. And God knows when you're going to get out of it, get out of those those feelings. So just being able to uh, be relatable, but at the same time be uh, empowering and encouraging Mm -hmm. people uh, on things to do um, on resources that they can, you know, uh, hone in on on themselves and uh, to take themselves to another level to get out of those situations. To
0: really transform yeah. and not just, I'm motivated for this moment yeah. while I'm reading your story and all. Oh, I've been there. I've done that mm-hmm. to now using those resources to actually have a different life, a different outcome, mm-hmm. something different from what they've been going through. How has your family adapted to this better version of Chris Harris?
1: You know, from the people I talk to, um, they embrace it. You know, Mm -hmm. they encourage it. Um, In doing what I needed to do for myself, I'm able to, uh, you know, just be a light, even to my family. Yes. Um, Because like I said before, you know, um, when we're talking about family, we have a lot of the same issues. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like we- Similar traumas. We we as family, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, traumatize each other, yes. you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, and, and and at the same time, um, we don't really know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And so what happens with, is when somebody steps out and they, they're gaining this information and mm-hmm. it's making me feel a way about myself. Yep. It's like, you know what, let me casually just speak to people about this and see if yeah. it resonates. And, you know, it's beautiful. It's Honestly, it's beautiful because you don't, you don't know what people are struggling with. Yeah. and your vulnerability gives somebody else strength to just want to kind of walk in certain directions that you walk to get to the point where you are. You yeah. Know? So um, it's just a blessing. It's, it's really a blessing because I just feel like, you know, it starts with you. You know, people want to see, cha- like I say, people want to see so much change, but they're not changing themselves. So when you change yourself, you talk different, you walk different, and yeah. um, you're able to help other people
0: how has your circle of friends or the people that you have in your space changed
1: i'll say this um i have a really strong core group of friends
0: Good.
1: a very very strong core group of friends and we've been friends since like i want to say like middle school wow that's but good. i did find myself right mm-hmm. the unhealthy version of me right mm-hmm. i found myself connecting uh with people um just leave it right there, right? Okay. But as as I began to evolve, you start to see those crowds disperse. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's necessary. That's yes. going to happen because, you know, when you're talking the way you're talking, you're going through your journey, it's going to make some people nervous because truth be told, you know, when you're putting your stuff on a billboard, people happy that there's your stuff on a billboard. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. They they, they got stuff going on too, but yeah. if you on a billboard, right. so... You know, they they feel good about themselves Mm because, you know, it's set up that way. But, um, you know, it's I don't have that many extra people around me. I have more a plethora of of really healthy connections now with people. Uh, We're not just this has nothing to do with partying and drinking and hanging out and and talking about nonsense. Like Mm -hmm. just how my connections are extremely healthy now. You know and empowering at the same time
0: so what have you been doing um, outside of everything that we already talked about like do you have hobbies now do you have new hobbies like what do you what else what else are you doing or is that it
1: no 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 um, I get outside a lot I gotta go for my walks I gotta connect with nature okay I gotta stay grounded yeah you know what I mean um, obviously one of the hobbies is reading um, journaling I got a lot of business stuff going on as well. Um, Social media being one of them, you know, uh, day trade as well. So, you know, um, I I, I keep myself busy. Okay. I keep myself busy.
0: Speaking of relationships, we were talking yesterday. We had a conversation about relationships.
1: Um, Well, number one, I think that we're put here for connections, right? mm -hmm. Um, We are put here for connections. I truly believe that, but we need to connect with ourselves first and foremost. And I think that we have a good relationship with a lot of things, our Mm -hmm. jobs, our skill sets that, you know, um, but we don't spend enough time with ourselves Mm -hmm. and that relationship. Yes. But we're still out here looking for relationships with other people.
0: Yeah. Now, how uncomfortable did you get, though, in, I guess, having a better relationship with yourself? Because that gets uncomfortable, especially like when, you know, you are being wrongable and transparent and God is literally like has this mirror up and now you can't blame nobody else. It's really just you and you and you having to deal with yourself.
1: It's free. Man. Yeah, it's free. You, you, you literally feel free. You feel light, like literally you feel light because you dealt with your stuff. Yeah. Nobody can use me against me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've dealt with me. I'm happy about dealing with yes. me, and I'm, I'm on I'm on I'm on to the next level. Right, Go I'm good in that space.
0: Yeah, I I like that about having people to know that having a relationship with yourself is the most important thing because we we even talked about this. We had a live recording as I mentioned earlier, and we talked. Somebody had mentioned in that recording about how. A lot of people looking for love and they don't even love themselves. Mm -hmm. Like they don't know who they are and Mm -hmm. they don't even know what it is to love their self. So in this self-discovery of understanding, I guess, who you are, Mm -hmm. who you was created to be, what message you want to put out there and knowing that every single thing that we do or don't do affects our life Mm -hmm. and, and affects, you know, other people's lives as well. And, as we close, kinda like speak on your message, because I know that somebody's listening to this podcast, and they're gonna feel inspired, they're gonna feel empowered, they're gonna feel like if he could do it, maybe I can do it, you know, maybe I can go on this journey and 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 find who I am and who I'm created to be, and who I should be so I want you to use the last few minutes speaking on to somebody that's listening.
1: You know, um, life is a journey, right? And mm-hmm. so, you know what you know, you don't know what you don't know. You're programmed a certain way, um, which you don't realize that you're programmed a certain way until you start doing some work. Yeah. And my deal is. Um, Try to have the absolute best relationship with yourself first. Don't go bothering anybody else. Don't be going to, you know, seeking things Say that again. in other people. <laughs> seeking yeah. things in other people that only you can give yourself. Yeah. Um, You can only, you're, the, you're, the, you're in charge of making yourself happy. Yes. Um, and a lot of times we put that burden on somebody else. On somebody else,
0: else, yep. I wholeheartedly and agree with that. We end up hurting
1: ourselves doing that have the best relationship with yourself and when you start to heal you start to evolve you start to understand your purpose you'll know the types of person or the types of people Mm -hmm. who are suitable for that journey with you yeah okay men women until a man really knows his purpose Mm -hmm. and where he's going in life um he won't know what type of woman gonna help him take it to the next level right you know um you know, just, just get, out, get out of your way. Get out of your way. You deserve an abundant life. Yes. And until you take the time to deal with yourself, understand yourself, uh, have a strong level of emotional intelligence. A lot of people are emotionally unavailable, oh. uh, lacking emotional intelligence, and, mm-hmm. and it really gets in the way um, of life and yeah. really gets in your way. And
0: having healthy relationships mm-hmm. with others.
1: There's a lot of there's a lot of toxicity online, and people going to social media for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's some good information on there yeah. too. but it, it can be a gift and a curse, right? And so, conversations like this really help to bridge the gap between men and women because there's so much disconnect. Yes. Um, and, uh, I, and you, I have a understanding as to why. It's because of people's personal experiences. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you, and that's just, that's, that's another part of things. It's, I don't think we understand people the way we need to understand people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we, we we run into a lot of unfortunate situations and get ourselves caught up in a lot because we just don't understand human nature. We don't, we, we just, we're just trying to continue to connect with people and not have an understanding of it.
0: So you you brought up social media mm-hmm. and I know we chatted a little bit about it before. Social media has become a platform where, you know, before, you know, we grew up we didn't have social media I and mean, then we got MySpace and mm-hmm. then Facebook and things like that. But now it has become where you go online and now everybody got a podcast and you see all these sound bites of basically men versus women which i am like totally against i don't like it i don't i'm not an advocate of all men this all women this like i'm 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 just i'm not for that
1: just keeps that just keeps the space growing further and further amongst us like it's it's toxic it's literally in my opinion it's toxic now you know you need to learn about men you need to learn about women you need to learn about human nature in, in general but I think it's not what you say. It's how you say it. Yeah. So,
0: and also, also hearing what people are saying. So I've seen podcasts where the men are talking. um, There's a recent soundbite where a man is expressing himself and being vulnerable. And then you have the women in the comments talking about how, you know, you're not this, you're not that. Like, I was just like, what is, what, hap- what is going on? What is happening right now?
1: Projection.
0: So for, for me, I'm like, part of this, part of this bold, bossy and blessed podcast is about bridging the gap between men and women because we need each other. Like I need a man, a man need a woman, like we need each other. And so that whole toxic uh, line of I don't need a man or I don't need a woman and all this other stuff it's like no baby you wasn't you wasn't created to just be alone you wasn't created to just be by yourself that's not how God's original plan was right. and so for me I'm a, a big advocate of bridging the gap between men and women so I really enjoyed this conversation yeah, likewise, with you sure. I definitely will have to have you back um, at the end of the season Thank so you. we can have more conversations like this and spread it Um, Is there uh, anything that you have going on, a website? um, Where can the people follow you at so they can hear more about your story?
1: Uh, Instagram, um, I am underscore Chris J. Harris Mm -hmm. um, is where um, people
0: can find me. Wow, y'all. That was an amazing conversation with Mr. Chris harris like i'm so excited like i have been trying to get him on my podcast all year and i'm so happy that the timing was perfect for him to be on today's episode and i can't wait to have him back i feel like this conversation mental health awareness self-discovery healing especially with men especially with a black man is important for where we are today and what's going on in life. And I know that his testimony is going to continue to heal others and transform others so they can go on their own journey to like really discovering who they are and having a better relationship and a better version of themselves. So I am just, I'm just sitting here in awe of the conversation. I really did not want the conversation to end, but I know we can't stay on the podcast forever. And so I will definitely be bringing him back on the podcast. So I have some exciting episodes up ahead, some new episodes. So make sure you are following the podcast at Bold Bossy Bless on Instagram, as well as YouTube, and then my personal page, at Nikisa Green on all social media platforms, including TikTok. TikTok, I haven't forgot about you, I'm gonna be back. I'm coming back. I'm coming back stronger than ever. But yes, I am so excited. Thank you all for joining me for another episode of Bold, Bossy, and Blessed podcast with your favorite conversationalist, Nikisa Green. Remember to be bold, make boss moves, and stay blessed. Till next time, take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bold, Bossy, and Blessed podcast. Make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at Nikisa Green and make sure you subscribe to this podcast as well. Until next time, be bold, make bossy moves and stay blessed.